Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and today we're not doing an interview. We're going to just talk about a topic that has come up a ton, not even just lately, it always comes up, and that is how to launch alone. When you're just starting a business, you're alone, unless, of course, you have partners. And if you're alone, that means you're doing everything, which can be fun for a short period of time when you're getting your feet wet, figuring out what your business is, who you serve, and what your ideas are, and how to bring those to people. And it's also equally great when you get to the point when you can finally hire some help. So sometimes though, this this alone phase lasts a while. So do you wait until you can hire to launch something or someone? It's kind of like the chicken or the egg right? Situation, do you need to hire in order to launch? And don't you need to launch in order to have money to actually hire someone? I know everybody's talking about the benefit of outsourcing, building a good team, nurturing that team as they help you grow your company. By the way, me included, I'm talking about that all the time and I'm always encouraging people to hire people because it does make the process of launching so much more fun so much less stressful and so much more successful, really. But how do you navigate that period of time before you are ready, before you're prepared, and before you really have those resources to hire? Is it really possible to launch alone? And my answer is why, yes, it is because I've done it. So keep listening. And I'm, I'm basically today going to be just sharing with you these five secrets you can take to the bank. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that and launch your own course, your own product, your own event, and whatever else you think you might want to launch online or offline. There is a way to approach it that's they're not really secrets, but they're, they're my approach. It's turning basic ideas of how to get things done with a team and taking a slightly different angle on it so that you can get it done alone. First secret is get clarity. Often people think all they need to do is decide what they're going to launch. But there's actually a piece just before that, and it really never gets quite talked about a lot. And that's a piece that's surrounding the topic or the concept of intention. What's your intention with this launch? I mean, and I'm not talking about the money per se, like I intend to make this amount of money or I intend to do this, but really why are you doing this? What's your bigger desire for doing this launch in the first place? Is it a stepping stone to a bigger vision you have for your business? Hint, it should be. Will this specific launch you have do what you want it to do? Is it going to get you there? Is it going to get you to the next phase? I find that stopping at this very beginning stage and thinking really deeply about intention is a great way to look at what you want to launch. 
why you want to launch and how it may and it will in parentheses impact your business this is a great way to keep you focused and better yet it's it, it gives you this barometer and this filter so that you can filter out any unnecessary non-aligned ideas that will crop up during your launch because the launch is a very energetic period of time where lots of ideas are going to come flooding to you. Oh my God, wouldn't it be great if, oh my God, can't we do this? What if I could do this? That what if list is often what stops people. So having that filter so you can say, does this get me to that end goal? Is this really going to do this with my launch? Is it going to, or is this an unnecessary piece that I haven't even tested and don't even really know if it will work? Um, not to say that everything has to be completely tested before you try it, but you can make a guess, make a good educated guess based on what you know about your audience and about how you've shown up in past launches, how you blog, how you communicate. If it's something that just comes kind of out of nowhere, then it might not be the right fit just yet. So get clarity. Number two, the second secret I like to go into, it's more of a practical piece, and that is creating a launch plan based in reality. Yes, reality, folks. <laughs> I know, it's difficult. So picture this. You have this amazing idea for a launch. You have amazing idea for a product, a service, something you want to do. Sometimes People just want to launch to launch for launch sake, which I don't think is necessarily a great idea. In fact, I don't think it's a great idea at all. But let's just say that you know what you're launching, you're clear on your intentions, and you set a date. So setting a date to kind of pressure yourself to get it done, it works for many people. It might work for you. But I know what happens to me is a mix of things. Overwhelm can happen. Um, and the worst actually that can happen is that that date doesn't allow me to do all those things I wanted to do to prepare for my launch. So instead of setting a date and then working backwards to plan it, which is really great in theory, Maybe try to remove a little bit of that stress, especially if you're doing all these launch tasks yourself. And consider this alternative. And that is starting with the goal in mind. So don't use a date as your goal. Use a, for example, you start with the, I want the, what you want to create. I want to launch an online course. I want to do a webinar to promote that launch or to promote that course. I want to have affiliates helping out. Then take those, those things you want to do and see happen during your launch and work forwards or backwards through all of the pieces that you think you need in order to get done. Now, not having a project manager on board, not having a launch manager on board, you might miss things and that's okay. But at least if you make a list of things that you know you'll need to do to get those done, you have a really clear vision of that. So that's reality piece one. And after you have everything you can think of on this list, set some realistic 
dates for when you want to finish those by and perhaps pad those dates to finish those tasks in, in a little bit of an extra time. And I say pad those dates because our idea of when we can finish things isn't sometimes what the world around us has in mind. And you're going to need extra time. So always pad for extra time, whether it's you just need, you know, maybe you get burned out, maybe you have a headache one day, maybe you just don't, maybe you just get sick, maybe your kid gets sick, maybe your cat gets sick, who knows? But once once those time frames are real and in front of you, then push out two to three extra weeks after those pieces are planned to be finished and when you do that, then you're going to have a potential launch or open date. The key here is giving yourself real time to do the real tasks because there is, like I said, there's nothing worse than announcing a date and then doing a half-baked campaign you're not happy with where you leave stuff out you just couldn't get to. And sure, you're going to feel like poo when that happens. But other people may not be interested in what you're launching because you really didn't fully bake your campaign. I've been there. Um, I have a free uh, workshop that I did a while ago about planning even in just a year of launches. And it doesn't lock you into anything, but it definitely gets you start thinking about what's possible in specific time frames. So I'll link that in the show notes below for you because I think that could be really helpful to you. And launch planning, there's no, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no like, I don't even want to say that. There's no, there's only the way that you are going to respond to that plan. So why try to like guess and not create real dates for things to happen. If it takes you a week to do a blog post, give yourself a week and a half. If it takes you often like two weeks to write maybe four or five emails, then give yourself a little bit of extra time and maybe do those first. So really think about what you currently are able to do and this will help you launch alone. So number three, along the same line of giving yourself things to do is I like to give myself weekly to-dos. So I recently discovered something about myself and the way I work. When I'm ready to work, knock things off my to-do list, I like, I simply just go for it. I know I'm using the word like a lot. That was pointed out to me. I did live in the valley. Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, I really go for it. So meaning like I can get up on a Saturday morning and write three solid blog posts in one sitting in an hour sometimes, or I might have, there might be an afternoon where I just decide to flesh out all my launch emails and write them all. They're ready to go. (laughs) And then everybody, everybody who's helping me is like, what, what's going on with you, Anne? So try it for yourself. Instead of focusing on daily due dates, or I've got to get this done today. Give yourself a what has to get done this week list. You can, you might want to choose no more than five things, big things. So write, outline my launch emails, 
figure out what I'm going to do, you know, review my current sales page, review my product and see what I have to create still or something. But try this so you can reach your goal, goal date. And by giving yourself a window of time to get things done, you'll be able to tap into your naturally occurring, <laughs> if you're like me, often randomly timed bursts of focus and ready to work energy. Now, like I said earlier in this secret, if you like getting specific things done each and every day and you need to have that list to stick to it, do it. But I would err on the side of using having less on that daily to-do list. And if you notice you have energy bursts at specific times during the week, random times during the week, capitalize on those times. And you may actually feel less stressed about not getting things done when you're supposed to. That's generally what I deal with, is that supposed to get things done by this date. And I get very bratty and rebellious and just, I don't have to do anything. This is my business. I'm going to do it when I want. And then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and do something ridiculous, which isn't necessarily the best way to go. But when you're launching alone, it's important to capitalize on the energy you have, when you have it. Get to know those work work rhythms that you have. Um, funny, this is something that I talked about in the White Space Solution, which was the first thing I launched alone, and not very well, I might add. Um, <clears throat> but side note, it still sells, so that has to be worth something. Um, secret number four, use what you got. So take inventory of what you already have in place. Don't try to bring in any tools you've never used before. Or try not to bring in tools you've never used before. Um, I'm not sure if there was a double negative there. Hmm. So there's no time for training you or anyone else when you're launching. So use what you already have in place when possible. You're going you're gonna to understand this possibly, hopefully you understand it now, but when you eventually do start bringing on people to work with you, you'll realize that it's important they have skills right off the bat, especially if you're hiring them for a launch. If they don't, that means you're going to be paying, you're going to be training, paying to train them, which is not a good use of your time. You are not Microsoft who has a training budget and can bring people in two weeks and pay them full time for two weeks to train and learn how to use the tools. So you need to make sure that you also are trained on the tools. And if you must implement a new tool in order to launch, whether it's a new email marketing provider, shopping cart, a landing page creator, or a software, make sure you take at least an hour to play with it the second you buy it. And if you find that you're spending more than an hour or two, honestly, two is really pushing it in my book, you're still futzing around with it, then call it. Find someone to take care of that piece or ditch it and, and or go back to what you were using. Another no-no when you're about to launch alone related to all this tools stuff is please don't go out and buy or try or sign up for a new project task manager software. 
If you've been using Excel spreadsheets to list out your to-do list and have a little checklist, stick with that. If you've been using a downloadable from someone, stick with that. If you're on Trello, stay there. Do not think you need to up-level and upgrade every single piece of your systems that run your business. Bef way, 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 way before your launch is when to do that. And a tool is only as good or as useful as your ability to use it quickly in my book. I used to have fun trying out new tools and wasted way too much time trying to find that perfect one. So please, please, please stop it. If you haven't started launch prep yet, and you need to know what tools to use to launch alone in the first place, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link you to two posts that I wrote on tools. One was what tools I use in my business and tools you can use to manage your launches. So check those out if you need actual tool recommendations to begin with and you, but only if you have the time to actually set them up, see if you can use them right away. So number five, this is kind of one of those inner game things, those inner personal mindset, whatever you want to call it, but it's stuff that can trip you up that you don't necessarily expect. But by now, as a human being in this world, you may know exactly what I'm talking about. And that is unsubscribe and shut your eyes. You may not want to admit it, but you've got competitor emails and communication coming into your inbox or you're on someone's Facebook page. You lurk and you spy and you worry that your stuff isn't as good as theirs. Again, been there, sometimes go back there, but I don't do it during launches, which is a waste of time. There's, there's a balance, there's a very fine line between monitoring your industry to make sure that you're relevant and still differentiating yourself and then finding ways of tripping yourself up and making yourself second guess yourself. When you're trying to launch something on your own, you have zero time for distractions and energy drains. So please do yourself and your launch a ginormous favor. Get away from those places now. Put the blinders on, walk the other way, close the door. So I, I, I really do want to share that I, I do this. I have done this. And I have to remind myself of this. And potentially this is why I'm doing this post in the first place and this podcast. It's because I, you're always in some state of launching alone because you are the one who cares the most about your business. You may have team members that love you, that love what you do, but at the end of the day, it's your cojones on the line. <laughs> wow, I'm saying lots of fun words today. Okay, so regardless, I remember a very specific time when I got caught up in someone else's process. Actually, I was even watching the way someone else was going to launch and thinking, God, I, I need to change my launch approach, which is funny because that's what I teach people not to do. Best practices, keep those in mind always. But it made me so scattered, anxious, and unproduct unproductive for a solid week. Yes, 
one full week, which is unheard of and disturbing to me. <laughs> so thank goodness. Thank goodness I realized that I need to keep my eyes on myself, my own process, or guess what? If I hadn't realized that, my launch would not have happened. All right. So before you make the decision to launch alone, I wanted to just leave you with some questions that you can ask yourself before you settle on doing everything yourself. Because it's okay, first of all, it's okay not to do everything yourself. But if you really feel that the first time out needs to be on your own or the second time out or wherever you are in your business, then I encourage you to just ask yourself some really basic questions. And be honest with yourself because it's only you who's going to feel the pain uh, as you move forward, forward through the launch process. Number one, am I technical enough to set up all the web pages, payment processor, emails, webinar pages, thank you pages, any other backend pieces, technology of any kind required to launch what I want to launch? Like maybe you've got an easy tool to use like lead pages. Great. Maybe you know you've got Aweber or MailChimp. You're fine sending out podcasts and not podcasts necessarily, but if podcasts are part of your launch, then that too. Perhaps you know exactly how to set up PayPal with MailChimp. Now, your back end doesn't need to be complex. So as long as you know how to set those pieces up and confirm that they're all working, great. Number two, am I design savvy enough to know what something, when something looks like, you know what, or needs a little bit of a help, needs a little help? And can you do something about it once you've noticed that it doesn't look so great? Like say, can you comfortably use canva.com or picmonkey.com to make some images or graphics? Because that will be part of your job description if you choose to launch alone and you choose to have something like an affiliate program but or promote on social media. So just ask yourself that, that. Design savvy is really important. You don't, things don't have to be super amazing, but you can, there are tools out there now. And as long as you know about them and can use them, Word Swag is another one I just discovered thanks to Hillary Rubin and team, um, which allows you to make some really cool quote images. I'll put all of these links in the show notes. Number three, the question you should ask, this is a big one and it may take you, maybe you need to have someone else's input on this. Am I able to get things done without some boss telling me what to do? And can I do that on a consistent basis? So base this on your current and past behaviors only. Don't think about, well, I'll be better this time. Have you already been doing this? Managing your own time, managing your schedule, managing a task list that does need to get done that you just don't decide to write a blog post in the middle of the night, that does take the skill of self-management and you're going to need to push yourself if you're launching alone. So get someone else's opinion on this because other people can often see these kinds of behaviors a lot easier than you can. 
but perhaps you know right now, yes, I get everything done when I say I'm going to. Done. Number four, what one potential area of creating all the launch pieces do you, that you think you'll need to make, not all the launch pieces in the, in the universe of every single launch, but of the pieces you know you want to make, do you feel least able to handle on your own? And this is the key. Are you willing to look for help and find help and possibly hire help if you just can't do it to your sense of completion? So for instance, back to those graphics, if you say I'm doing everything. And so you start making your social media graphics, you start using Canva, PicMonkey, and you're just not feeling it. They are not what you thought they could be. Are you willing to find someone who will do them for you? Because willingness is at least saying, okay, if I can't figure out, figure out how to do those in a short period of time, I will get help. So ask yourself that. Number five, if this is your first launch, do you understand the process of launching and what needs to happen logistically and marketing-wise? And this, this is really specific to each launch. So based on what you know about others' launches and how you're going to proceed in your launch, do you understand what has to happen at every stage or are there any holes in that process? Because the marketing, the great, the creative ideas, things you're going to want to do that you think are cool that should happen during your launch, there's, there are those and there are the logistics of actually how to make those things happen. Because you may not be happy if you can't get those two talking to each other and figuring out how to make those ideas happen. And understanding that process of, of a launch, understanding what's possible if it's not already in your process, those are, those are huge things that if you have those, if you have the idea of what those are, then it gives you a lot more freedom during your launch to add pieces in that maybe you didn't plan for to begin with. All right, now listen, a no doesn't mean you shouldn't launch alone, but it may point to you being willing to get help like I said, if you can't see through all the pieces alone or if you won't have the patience to push back the launch if you need to, I, I just think that if you are willing to accept any weaknesses, I hate using that word because, or things that you just aren't a genius, it's not your genius zone just yet. If you're willing to accept that there are going to be those pieces that aren't going to be done as well as they would be with an expert on board, then great. You are probably ready to launch. The person who is ready to launch by themselves is okay with delays, is okay with pushing the launch back, is okay with um, finding different ways, alternative ways to spread the word is okay with losing pieces of content and things that they've created for the launch if they're not working. And this flexibility is actually going to serve you very well as you move into launches where you are managing teams because you're going to be able to cut and trim things away that aren't necessary. Now, one more thing. I want to know if you think you're up for the challenge of launching alone. And I'd love it if you'd 
if you're listening to this somewhere else other than my site, but if you go to the comment section, you can find a link somewhere on the page you're watching. And let me know your biggest question about launching alone. If it's possible, can you do it? I think you can. I think you just have to be prepared and have a willingness to shift or change or revise if necessary. You have to be willing and flexible in the whole process. Thank you so much for joining me for this special episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I hope that you take a moment, think about your own upcoming launches, what you want to achieve this year. And if you're going to do it alone, just do it the right way and do it the right way for yourself. Don't don't think that you have to launch just to meet a specific date. Just do your best work. Do it in a way that doesn't stress you out. And that if you have to do it by yourself, you might as well enjoy the process. Um, so one thing I wanted to share with you before I left is that September is coming. And that means so is Fearless Launching. Um, this is the first place I'm going to be sharing this. And that is Fearless Launching may not be coming back in the same form it is. In fact, I don't even know when the next launch is going to be. I've been doing Fearless Launching now for, this will be the sixth round, and I'm ready to take it to a different level. And I hope that you will come along for the ride with me. So this is going to be the last live session of the year, and potentially for a while, we shall see. Um, but I just wanted to give you that heads up. If you want to jump over to fearlesslaunching.com, get on the interest list so you can see everything that's coming up. There's definitely going to be a free, at least one free webinar that I know of and uh, lots of fun stuff that I've got planned for the month of September. Have a wonderful day. And again, thanks for listening. For all of you who, who send me emails, I really appreciate your feedback and I appreciate your support more than anything. I know that if you keep coming back, there's something that brings you back. Um, and it's, and it's not my Valley girl thing either. <laughs> so, so hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, let me know that too. And I'll do more of these. I like doing this workshop style where I get to speak directly to you, teach you something, hopefully give you the inspiration to get started, hopefully giving you something to take action on, even if it's just answering questions for yourself. So again, have a wonderful day and I will be in touch very, very soon.